0: Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you.
1: Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Teresa Mills. And, Teresa, we gather around this table every week, and we kind of wonder, if we're honest. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Does it matter? Are, Are we just a couple more talking heads? Because every time you turn on the TV, or you pull up your social media, or anything, you're seeing people talking, giving their opinion. And sometimes the noise is deafening. And it kind of blocks out the things that really matter. So in all of the noise, in all of the chaos, in all of the division, I I have been feeling called back to Psalm 46.10. Mm. And we all know that verse. We've heard it a million times. And yet we've kind of... Ignored it, thinking that we, if we're loud enough, if we're banging our fist enough, if we're posting enough, <laughs> if we're clamoring to make our point, then surely that will make some change. But that's not what, the way God works. No. And that's not what He says. <laughs> he says in Psalm 46:10, be still. And know that I am God. Yeah. And Teresa, right now, this girl right here mm-hmm. in this chair needs this show today as much as anybody listening.
0: Yeah, I think it's so true. I think that you kind of represent all of us in that. That there are just seasons where we just say, Lord, I need you to quiet me. I need you to quiet the noise. I want to be still. And just be reminded that he is God. And nothing that we ever see or that we go through ever shakes him. I don't know if, I mean, that just blows my mind. That everything can be uh, tumultuous around us, but God tells us to be still. And have you ever told a toddler to be still? You're (laughs) like, hey, be still. And they're like, I can only be still for a little while. And then I'm crazy again. (laughs) He knows we're his children. And he's like, mm-hmm. now listen, be still and know that I'm God. And I love the next part of that verse, too, though, that says, I will be exalted among the nations. I will mm. be exalted in the earth. Don't you fret about mm. it. But I know many times we feel like the toddler, like, how long? <laughs> like, I'm really antsy, God. But if we just let him, if we are just still, he will Bring that peace to our souls Absolutely And
1: I want to really Focus in on Some real Tangible things That it takes To be still mm. Okay let's just focus on those Two little words first To be still It doesn't mean roll over and play dead It means listen Take time to stop Talking <laughs> Okay, that's number one. Stop talking. (laughs) Because when we're talking, there's no way in the world we can be listening. And God is in the whispers. He's in the whispers of our life. And so number one is we stop talking. And so many, so many love the sound of their own voice. And God says, be still. Still. Switch off your phone. Stop talking. Wow. Mm. How do you think being still relates to us in our everyday life, Teresa?
0: You know, I think that there is a, a, a need right now in this world for constant activity and noise and so much. And Many times people don't want to be still because they're afraid of their own thoughts. and But there mm-hmm. is this sweetness that comes from just quietness with God. There's actually a verse out of Zevaniah that I've loved for so many years, Zeveniah 3.17. It says, God, he takes great delight in you. But it says, he rejoices over you with joy. It
1: mm. says, he
0: will, he, he will quiet you. With his love. And he mm. rejoices over you with singing. And sometimes I think we don't know how to be still because even when we're still and there's nothing going on, there's no TV, there's no radio, that it's still noisy. Mm. Because it's still our thoughts. It's still all the things mm-hmm. that keep bombarding us. And we don't want to be still because all that noise is still there. And it's sometimes it's concerning. Sometimes it's, it's you almost feel anxiety with it. And all of that is not that stillness that God wants. And I love that he not only tells us to be still, but then he also says, let me quiet you. Let me Mm. still you with my love. Just let me pour Mm. my love on you. And the more that we think about his love, the more we think about his goodness, I believe the easier it will be to just be still and just Mm. feel him, feel him near. It's a, it's a piece that can't be described, but it's definitely an absolute contrast to the anxious thoughts, to the constant speaking. Um, there is this sweet, sweet place that God wants to take you to, where I believe even with Psalm twenty-three, like He leads you beside still waters, mm-hmm. for you to rest, knowing the Good Shepherd's got this.
1: Absolutely. So some tangible things that we can do to be still would include, like I said, to stop talking. <laughs> stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and and switch <laughs> off your phone. Stop making comments on the social media sites. Yeah. Listen. Stop arguing. Boy, that's a biggie. Oh, yeah. Stop questioning everything. (laughs) Because you know what? God knows. He's in control. He knows what's happened. He knows what got us here. He knows what's going to get us through it. He knows about tomorrow. He knows about next year. He knows about five years from now. Stop arguing. Stop questioning. And mostly stop moaning. (laughs) Stop (laughs) moaning. Now those are some real tangible things that we can do to begin to understand what it means to be still, to just stop, stop doing the things we've always done and not
0: leave room for God to whisper. Yeah, yeah. You know, we need his wisdom in the days that we live in. And I don't know, you and I have had great opportunities to speak in front of different audiences. and But even if you've just tried to speak in front of your kids, if you're trying to give them instruction and they won't stop talking, <laughs> or if you're teaching a class, which I did for years, and someone's trying to talk while I'm talking, my mm. tactic would be to just be silent and stare at them and wait. And then I would say... Are you finished? <laughs> Are you? Because I have something to say if you're finished, but I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> and I would have an attitude when I would say it. But sometimes I would feel like God would be like, okay, you just keep talking. I'm going to be silent. Now, the moment you want to hear what I have to say, I've got something to say to you. I've got wisdom that's yes. going to help you. I've got peace I want to give you. But if all you're going to do is keep talking, I'm not going to talk while you're talking. You just let me know when you're done. <laughs>
1: Oh, so true. So, so true. I'm telling you, there are so many times that I've had those same thoughts with my kids. I know you Uh have too. It's like, I want to bless you so much right now, but I can't because you're so busy uh, telling me everything you think you know. (laughs) (laughs) And we're doing the same thing. We don't have a clue. We don't have a clue what's going on behind the scenes, but God does, he does. And so first part of this verse is critical because we can't do the rest of the verse until we do the first. So it says, be still, comma, (laughs) yeah, be still. Let's get that right first. And then guess what happens? It says, and no. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know about you, Teresa, but doubt has a way of creeping into my brain yeah. and into my thoughts. And all of a sudden, that then fuels all the questioning that keeps me from being still. So <laughs> God says, hey, look, be still. Stop doing all those things that create noise and know when you know when God allows you to Be still enough and lean in to him. Then you know that you can be sure that he's there. You know that your faith is strong. And you know that you don't need a second opinion. (laughs) You've got the one that counts. Yeah. But you have to be still. You have to do it in those
0: orders. Be still and know. Mm. And when you know something... There is no one that can ever have a conversation with me about there is no god (laughs) like too late i'm so sorry you're too late i already know i've already experienced him i know Mm. and when you know this deep in your spirit there's nothing that can shake you from that and Mm. you know i i think it's worthwhile for each one of you joining us today around the table to maybe just do a quick little word study or word search on be still in the Bible because there's so much. And there's one verse, Luann kind of spun off of this uh, Psalm 46, but it says that the effect of righteousness will be peace. And the result of righteousness is quietness and trust mm. forever. Like you, you begin to have a right spirit With God, you begin to recognize that it's you're just still and you know that he is who he says he is, that he's a heavenly father that loves you, who will protect you. He's got good things for you. When you know that, you can actually take time and pray for someone else who doesn't know that you can. Mm. You can actually begin to see the noise could be from somebody who is absolutely They're either blinded or they're deceived or they just haven't lived life long enough to recognize hey there's a different truth than what you're seeing and rather than us Mm. getting caught up in it it that stillness gives us a chance to say god help them know you the way i have been able to find out who you are and to know you and Mm. it changes things and you know i've been thinking about this 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 year There are verses that say, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And we've also heard that the blessings of God will chase you down and overtake you. And I think, if we're always running, I think I don't want to keep outrunning goodness and mercy. (laughs) Like If I just be still today, maybe they catch up with me and overtake me. Maybe that's why he says, be still, because these great things he has for us come in those moments of they're like, "Ah, I gotcha, because you Mm -hmm. took the time to be still. Here's an extra dose of goodness. Here's an extra (laughs) dose of mercy. Here's the blessings that I told you were going to overtake you because he designed us to have these quiet, still moments with Him. And that's how we get to know that He's God, because we get to know mm-hmm. more of His goodness, more of His mercy, more of His joy, a quietness in your mind and in your soul that can't be described in any other way other than peace.
1: I love peace. I love that. Let me tell you what flashed into my mind was your whole toddler analogy. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you see the toddler running, and you're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you know, you may have something great for them. You know, you may have an ice cream cone. You may have a game plan. You may have an adventure. And they're running. Mm-hmm. And we are that toddler. We're like, no, look at that. I want to go see that. And God's like, <laughs> No, be still. So here's the other thing. When we are constantly looking for somebody else's Mm buy-in on what we think and what we believe and what we feel, then we're looking for that second opinion. And God's like, hey, if you are still long enough, you're going to discover that my opinion is the only one that counts. And you're going to... Understand more The more you're with me yeah. You're going to understand more You don't need to gather A whole body of people Around you so you can Scream louder together <laughs> You don't need that What you need is more Be still time mm. So that no second Opinion is needed So that you can have the faith that's going to Carry you through so that you can be sure that I'm there because you'll recognize me when you're still. Mm. And so that you can stop doubting because those doubts do creep in. Mm -hmm. But when you're still, you're going to know.
0: You know, it's true. And I think that we were all designed to want, and we do need, you know, God has wanted us to come together in community of people of like precious faith. But there are times where you're not going to find what you need in anybody else other than God. And I think Mm -hmm. about, I mean, David is the one who wrote the Psalms. And he would have never been able to write Psalm 23 and have the experiences that he had as shepherd. Do you realize he was was with the sheep by himself? And there was nobody to join him and (laughs) say, what an awesome God God is. And when he took on the lion, when he took on the bear, but it was those times that it was just him and God where he would lead those sheep by the still waters and be quiet with God and be still, that helped him to have the faith and to know God so well that when he encountered a giant, he's like, why are you afraid? Uh, you apparently do not know my God the way I know my God. All mm-hmm. I need is a slingshot and five stones. We've got this with yep. God on our side. <laughs> and then other times in David's life, man, there's one story where everybody turned on David. And I mean, Everybody enemy had come and taken his, their wives, their children while they were at war, and then his own men turned on him. And it said David encouraged himself in the Lord. And those be still moments are the times where you get to know his faithfulness, his power. You get to encourage yourself in the Lord when there's no one else around. Hmm. And it's in those sweet, precious times with him. Look, David knew God so well that he could take on that giant. How did he get to know God? I believe it's in those moments where we are still before him. Mm. There's nobody else around, and we spend that time with God. He says, be still and know that I am God.
1: Absolutely. And you think about what the Bible says about David. It, he was a man after God's own heart. I mm-hmm. mean, when when you are that tied to God, now David was not perfect at Mm-mm. all. He made <laughs> no a way. lot of mistakes, a lot of big big time sin, but (laughs) no different than your sin, no different than my Mm -hmm. sin. Sin is sin. But he didn't allow those things to come between him and God. And he had a lot of times that he was running and hiding in caves and fearful. He had those moments just like you and I do. But in those moments when he felt like, where else can I turn? Oh oh, yeah I don't need the second opinion of anybody else I don't need to know If King Saul thinks I can take out the giant I know I can Because I've spent time with God And God's given me that assurance That nothing's too big Nothing is too big God is always saying Is my arm too short Can I not do that (laughs) Well of course he can And so I think that's the third part of this verse Be still Comma Get first things first Stop talking Stop tweeting Stop commenting Stop <laughs> Just stop And the second part is no. When yeah. you are still enough Then you'll know About you And God And how That union Cannot be splintered It can't be broken Because God is never Going to leave That's a promise When he says I am your God I will never leave you I will never Forsake you You'll know it because you've been still enough mm. to hear it in your heart, to know it. But that third part is says, Know that I am God. Now, Teresa, I think a lot of times we kind of forget that God is God. We forget <laughs> that He created the universe, He created everything we can see, or think, or touch, or taste. Mm -hmm. And we forget that God is almighty. We forget that he is in control. We forget that he is love. We forget that God is king. Mm -hmm. And he's our hope, our rock, our fortress. He's ever present in times of trouble. We forget. We forget. And God says, when you're still, when you know, then you'll remember that I am God. Mm -hmm. I'm your father I'm also your shepherd, and I will lead you, I will nourish you, I will protect you, I will restore you, I will sustain you. Amen.
0: (laughs) Who doesn't need that right now? Yeah, all of us do. And part of that, too, is, you know, it says, the Lord will fight for you. Mm. You need only to be still. So much of what we see are people trying to fight for themselves, fight for their opinions, fight for... And look, there is a time we fight the good fight of faith. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers. I know that. But there's also a time where God says, wait a minute. I need you to sit back. I'm going to take care of this one. I got you, but I need you to step back. Mm. I need you to be still. I'm going to fight for you. You need to know who I am. If we know him as provider, if we know him as king, if we know him, then we... We shouldn't have any issue with stepping back and saying, Okay, <laughs> you're, you're God and I'm not. <laughs> and you are king of kings. And there is this sweet, sweet little girl. She is not even quite two, maybe about two years old. And her parents have definitely taught her to pray. And they've taught her about Jesus. And she had the sweetest little prayer the other day. She said, Jesus, thank you for my Jesus. Mm. And it was really simple. And it was sometimes we just forget to say, God, thank you that you're God. Mm. Thank you that you're God and I'm not. Yeah. Thank yeah. you that nothing shakes you. Thank you that everything that has ever come our way, anything that's ever come in our world, God has seen it before we did. Mm-hmm. He already has a plan and an answer to the problem before we ever even knew there was a problem. Yep. And it's in those times of being still that we get to hear him say, you know that problem? I already knew about it. I've already yeah. got the answer. Just be well, still. Well, here's, th-
1: here's the thing. I mean, God, throughout his word, whether you're talking about David or Daniel or anyone who believed God is who he says he is and develops that be still time with him so that they can know him, they realize that God may ask us to do something bold like fight a giant. But Mm -hmm. most of the time, our battle is on our knees. Yes. That's where God wants us to be, still knowing He's God and He can do all things. And I think about our friend Mary Kay. Mm -hmm. When I was speaking in Florida, Hurricane Wilma was coming through. And she called me and said, where are you? I said, I'm in the airport. I'm ready to go i'm ready to fly home she said would you hurry up i have calluses on my knees Mm. and i don't doubt that she did and if you remember hurricane wilma was ready to hit tampa full on but it slowed and it shifted (laughs) just a little bit south now i know that all the might in the world could not move that hurricane but i also know that my friend's prayers moves the Mm. heart of god Amen. I want to encourage you today There's so much going on in our world That you could get blue Like I've, I've had my moments mm-hmm. Of being down and blue And like Lord do you see what's going on Do you hear the cries of your people Do you know the, the distress that's on us For being divided in our churches And our families And God said This verse is for you Luann mm-hmm. Be still and know that I am God. And maybe this week, that's what you needed to hear. So I want you to read that verse and do what Teresa said, study it, and do nothing this week, but be still. Mm. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week.
0: Thanks for joining us today, an Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.